Welcome to The Trip Podcast. The Trip interviews inspiring travel bloggers and influencers on the most recent trips around the world. Think of this podcast as the ultimate audio travel guide to your favorite destinations with insider tips and recommendations. Today's podcast is on Toronto, Canada, the most multicultural, diverse city on the planet with over 140 languages spoken, a vibrant city with a constant buzz of activity. If you don't already know, Toronto is famous for the CN Tower, their national hockey team, and a gateway to Niagara Falls. But this podcast is going to focus more on a local's perspective of the city on three to five days. Lauren's been living in Toronto for the last 10 years of her life and lives in the heart of it all, in the Entertainment District of Canada. So if a traveler were to come and stay in the city for three days, what area would you recommend to them and why? Um, so I think it depends on the traveler. If they were a little bit or older, I would recommend Yorkville. I think that it's just a bit more upscale. There's a lot of really nice hotels and restaurants. There's a lot of high-end shopping. Um, if they were a little bit younger, they want to save a bit more money or they want to go out more, I think King West is probably your best area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot more bars. There's a lot more places. It's just more of a younger crowd. And I think it, it's a little bit cheaper in terms of hotels and Airbnbs, depending on, of course, where you stay. And what hotels would you recommend specifically for a budget traveler versus mid-range versus luxury traveler? I think, um, in all honesty, Airbnb is quite cheap in Toronto. You're when probably, you say cheap, sorry, when you say cheap, yeah, how much would it be? I, I would imagine ranging from about 125 per night. That's like from a bachelor to a one bedroom, very average apartment, but you can get really good areas and it's pretty decent rate. If you're going more mid-range, there's things like um, the Chelsea or the Hilton or even Fairmount. Those you're gonna range closer to 175, 200. And then if you really wanna go into luxury hotels like the Four Seasons, Ritz-Carlton, St. Regis, um, Shangri-La, you're probably looking between three and 400. Um, So the Four Seasons is located in Yorkville, and there's lots of things to do up there. And then St. Regis, Shangri-La, and Ritz are actually all located in that financial district, King West neighborhood. So if you had an unlimited budget and you were here for one night, what hotel would you choose? I would do the Four Seasons. (laughs) Yeah, I figured that. All right, so let's move on to what Toronto is known for, the restaurants. What three restaurants would you dub as absolute must-try restaurants in the city? Honestly, for sure, the keg. (laughs) (laughs) The keg is great. It is a good one. Um, I was actually walking by there the other night, and people were getting in, like, a fight. (laughs) But, no, there's, there's honestly so many good restaurants. I feel like it's hard to recommend restaurants to people because... Like, some people like Italian, some people like Thai, some people like more Canadian, um, traditional Canadian restaurants, but, um, or people want more, like, of a view and an atmosphere, and other people want, like, you and I, like, just, like, good food. Just go into the corner and eat <laughs> and really eat good food. really good yeah. food. Um, so a few of my favorites, I would say Taroni's definitely one of my top ones. Very good. Good choice. Um, there's one on Adelaide, just right in the financial district, and it actually used to be a jail in Toronto. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, you didn't know? No. Have, have you been to that one? No, I have not been to that one. Okay, so if you go to the bathroom, they actually still have the jail cells as really? part of it. Really? Yeah. And they, like, store wine, and, like, you can... That's where the bathrooms are, so you kind of have to tour it while you're there. But 
It's really, it's beautiful the way they've redone it. And what are some must-try items on the menu? Um, their pizza is really good, and I love a pizza salad combo. Yeah, <laughs> with like wine. Um, their bread's really good, and their pasta is really good. So it's very traditional Italian. And yeah, no, it's just it's a very interesting restaurant. They have a few in Toronto, but I recommend the Adelaide Street. Yeah, I've never been to that location before. You'll have to go. <laughs> and and for a second one. Um, I like Queen Street Warehouse, and the only reason I mention this, I oh, used to I don't go. Know about that you one. know what? I used to go more when I was younger, but they have one in Whistler, and I feel like if you're just coming to Toronto to see it, it's kind of on that Queen West neighborhood. So very you get hip to see and it. cool and affordable restaurant. It's, it's, everything's like six dollars, five dollars, five dollars, six dollars. Yeah, and you have drinks, and it's just. Like, to, like, do the Queen Street Warehouse in Toronto and to do the one in Whistler, like, to do them where they are around Canada, I think is an experience. So, I, I think it's a fun restaurant. Okay, and yeah. the food's good. Um, and I also would say Key. So, Key's on King West. Oh, like the Japanese restaurant. Yeah, you know, okay. Like yeah. They just... It, it's different. It's very modern and... It gives you that, like, King West vibe. Um, they have, like, cheeseburger spring rolls and 50-ingredient salads. Ooh, so that sounds good. Yeah, it's really good, and it's an, it's a very nice restaurant, and I, it's just one that I would recommend. I just want to add in two quickly, because I've also spent a significant amount of time in Toronto, is Gusto. Oh, wait, no, it's not called Key. It's called Lee. Lee, <laughs> yes, Lee, because there's, there's yeah. also a Key. But Lee, I was like, yeah, they also yeah, have yeah, cheese uh, cheeseburger spring rolls. Sorry, Lee. Lee, okay. But then there's also a place called Gusto, which is right across oh, the street yeah, from Gusto. Lee. And it's just, I mean, the, the mushroom pasta. If you go there, you have to absolutely get the mushroom pasta if you like mushrooms. Um, everything else is done very well, and they have a dollar an ounce wine. So that they like age in the basement, and it's um, uh, which what's the type of mushroom it is? Truffles. Truffles. They have truffles. So truffle mushroom, yes. Yeah. Um, so good. But those, are, yeah, Lee over Key. Don't go. I Key's. It's just good if you're in the finance district having drink. But Lee is very good. Um, okay, so. If you had one last night in Toronto with all of your favorite friends, what bar would you pick? So I would want to start the night like being dressed up and classy and nice and not sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a place called Coast on Blue Jays Way. Yes. And it's on the uh, top floor. It's, it's the Bisha Hotel. It's the Bisha Hotel. It's the top floor. It's beautiful, especially in the summer. You can go out. They have an infinity pool. You can have drinks it's just stunning um and after that like once we were had, had a few cocktails i love two cats it's a, such a classic in toronto i know people are like it's a dive bar and a pickup bar and, but, but it's fun they have essential so music dance if you like dancing it's, it's the best bar to go to yeah if you just want to go and dance like old classic music and have drinks with your friends it's just it's kind of you don't have to wait in a huge line and it's reasonably priced and it's just fun. Like if you're gonna be in Toronto, it's a fun bar. Was there any other ones that you'd recommend? Um, I'm not like a huge partier. I feel yeah. like maybe collectively we could. 
those I mean those two are great anywhere I think on the King Strip like the entertainment district you're gonna find great bars if you can't get into one go to another one but that's where you'll see a ton of people out at night um, over any other area in Toronto I'm pretty sure now let's talk about activities I know that Toronto is very season dependent when it comes to activities if it were the summer what would be some must-do or must-try activities in the city um, so I think one of the biggest things you can do is Toronto Island. So you can it's very a, underrated as well. It's very underrated and it's very reasonably priced. So I think you can take a round trip ferry for like seven or eight dollars, and you just go down. It's right beside the Westin Hotel where you pick up the ferry. It takes you right over to Toronto Island. There's so much over there. There's beaches. There's restaurants. Um, you can just you can spend an entire day over there or an entire afternoon. There's so much to see and do. And and there's great photo opportunities as well when you're looking back... At the city skyline, To yeah. the Toronto skyline. It's the best way to see the city for great pictures. <laughs> um, I'm a big sailor in Toronto. I love to sail during the summers. And if you're just here for a weekend, you can get a skipper and sail around to Toronto probably for around $200. So that's a really nice way to, if you want to go around the island or... Get some more money, yeah. Yeah, to see, um, to see the skyline. And, and even if you didn't want to sail, you can get kayaks there or you can, the, you can get canoes or different boats if you want to go boating on the water. There's also the beaches. So you can bike to the beaches from right downtown. The beaches. Oh, Scarborough beaches? Or, yeah, is it, or just the beaches right... The yeah, the Scarborough bike. beaches. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Or sorry, not... Sorry, it's right before Scarborough, yeah, I believe. It's yeah, it's right before Scarborough. Um, so they're beautiful. And th we also have like a driving range and a drive-in and go-karts right down by Cherry Beach. So that's what you're into. There's lots of daytime outdoor activities in Toronto. Yeah, there really is in the summertime. So when it gets a little colder, what would you recommend doing in the wintertime? Um, I love to skate. Mm -hmm. So if you want to stay in the city and you're here to see Toronto, you can skate on in Nathan Phillips Square. They also do a big like kind of event thing during the holidays where you can get mulled wine and you can play games and they have concerts and Nathan Phillips Square is just something to see while you're here. So even if you don't want to skate, you, you should go and walk around. the whole city around you, and they have, they have the mulled wine set. So it borders the financial district, it borders Eaton Center, and it borders City Hall. So even to just walk around, you can see so many landmarks and so much part of, or so much of the city just by being in Nathan Phillips Square. And I feel like, depending on when you come in the colder seasons, if you are coming in the November, December time, there's the Christmas market. Oh, yeah, in the distillery district. In the distillery district. So you can go. They have outdoor mulled wine, That's little beautiful. shops. It's beautiful. It's very yeah. European there. And um, you can get fudge and, like, just everything. Like, they have so many very activities. Lots it's of very picturesque, yes. Lights. And, yeah, it's, it's very European. It's like our Canadian Christmas market for what they have in Europe. In Europe, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. That's that's a must-see in the wintertime or sorry for november december so for the typical traveler who's here in toronto for around three days would you mind going over a quick itinerary of how you would recommend they spend their time the neighborhoods they should visit any hidden gems or quick stops 
Okay, so if I had never been to Toronto and I knew as much about Toronto as I do and I came back and I only had a few days, um, th this is what I would do. So let's say Monday morning or let's say Friday morning I wake up, I'm here for the weekend. I would go to Forno Cultura on Queen Street. Oh, It's an yeah. Italian coffee shop. I believe it's on King Street. King, King Street, Street, yeah. yeah. It's an authentic Italian coffee shop, so everything is made in the store it's real italian fresh ground coffee it's delicious so don't screw up and go to a bad coffee shop while you're here tim hortons <laughs> yeah imagine um and then i i would walk down queen street because i feel like queen street is part of toronto like there's so many different little shops and boutiques and restaurants and there's um what's the big park that's on there Oh, Trinity Bellwoods, yes. If you want to see Trinity Bellwoods. So that's all on there. I would do my morning walk there. In the afternoon, I would do a museum. So we have the AGO. We have the ROM. Um, we have Beta Shoe Museum. I would just go see at least one of our museums in the city because it brings so much culture. And I think it's really important to see museums when you're in major cities it, it just shows you the history of the city and you learn so much so i would definitely do a museum in the afternoon and then i would go for drinks in king west so there's a cute little bar melrose on john and adelaide you haven't been there yet. i haven't tried I've that invited yet you, yeah. but you have not been um it's kind of a hole in the wall like it's a random door right on adelaide but you go in and it's it's very new york like dim lights little martini bar it's very new and yeah, I would have dinner and drinks there. So just kind of end the day yeah. more quiet on the first night. Uh, second day, I would wake up and I you got to see Yorkville. So there's a place called Sorrel. It's right on the corner of Yorkville and um, I think it's Cumberland. It's expensive, but it's worth it. They Just amazing lattes, really nice desserts, very decadent. Everything's vegan and gluten-free if you're healthy. And it's very picturesque. Like, it's very... You go in and it just looks fake because <laughs> it's so pretty. Um, and because you're in Yorkville, you kind of have to do Bloor Street shopping. So that's some of the most expensive real estate and high-end shops in the country. So to just walk down Bloor Street, it's kind of one of the things you have to see while you're here. Um, in the afternoon, so once you've kind of seen the Yorkville scene and done the Bloor Street and done the coffee shop, I would go to distillery. So you can take an Uber or you can take the subway or streetcar to distillery. Um, spend the afternoon there. Uh, shop around. There's so many different little shops. If you're there during the Christmas market, great. If you're not, it's amazing. There's usually something going on there too. Yeah, all times of year. It's great. Um, there's lots of little restaurants. You can get lunch. And I, I recommend you stay for dinner and have drinks because it's such a beautiful part of Toronto um, last day in Toronto I uh, would wake up and have Balzac's coffee oh uh, by the Eaton Center it's, there's, they're all over the city oh they're all over so the city so there's one now. on Spadina there's one by the Eaton Center um, there's actually one in Distillery too if you wake up late um, <laughs> but th I that's our, a part of our I feel like our city and they have really great coffee um, so I would grab that in the morning and then I would do something that's seasonal so if it's the winter you can go skating 
or if it's the summer, you could go to Toronto Island. So I would kind of like take That's advantage really of the season. Yeah. And then at night, I hate sports. And I love going to sports games in Toronto. So that says something about the <laughs> mm-hmm. city. And when you go to a Blue Jays game or you go to a Leafs game or you go to a Raptors game, there's so much energy. And so you can go to the Scotiabank Arena and see a Leafs game or a Raptors game, whatever playing. Or to go to the Sky Dome at any time during the year and to see something, even a concert. like Or in the summer when the dome opens up. If you hate sports... You will enjoy yourself seeing uh, seeing something that has to do with sports in the city. And honestly, just end the night getting street meat and a beer. I feel like that is... <laughs> that's what Toronto's known that's for. The, yeah. well, that's what Toronto's known for. So mm-hmm. you have to go to a fancy restaurant, just see a sports game, get a hot dog and a beer, and you'll be a true Canadian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I do know that the... The sporting tickets are expensive. Blue Jays, not no, as they're much. Like twenty bucks if you want to get Blue far. Jays yeah. is good, but for the Leafs or um, Raptors, try to book in advance. I think StubHub is really good for tickets, um, but I knew. I, I mean, it it completely depends on how they're doing too. If they're doing really well, then the tickets are going to be through the roof. But I totally agree. It has such great energy. It um, does. Yeah, it's such a great experience. So before wrapping things up. Do you mind talking about the cost of Toronto a bit? How much does it cost to say take an Uber, have a cocktail, a typical meal, taking the public transportation, the TTC? Um, so it is Toronto. It's going to be expensive. It's a major uh, metropolitan city. Um, depending, a, a lot of people with Uber, if you want to get your own Uber, it's probably going to run you around 20 bucks to get within the city. If you want to do Uber Pool, it's around 10. And if you want to do Party Pool, where you're going to walk maybe a few minutes to somewhere to meet the Uber. How do I know so much about this? Um, it's, it's honestly going to be about $5 to get you anywhere within the city. So it, it's quite reasonably priced. Drinks, they start around 5 to 10. Dive bars, they can go up to 25 or 30 if you're in really nice restaurants. Um, like Melrose, Shangri-La, like the higher end places, they are going to run you around 20 to 25. So pre-drink. <laughs> okay, so it's like very similar to any other international city within North America. Yeah, of course. I would say meals anywhere from 50 to 75 per person. Um, that's like a drink and a dinner. If you're getting more drinks, you're getting dessert, you're getting appetizers, yeah, obviously it's going to go up. But, um, you know, if you're reasonable and you just get... Uh, entree and a glass of wine it's probably going to be between 50 and 75 at most restaurants in the city I did want to take TCC it's about 375 per trip and uh, if you did want to get a day pass they run about 1250 so you could use as much as you wanted during the day oh I didn't know get that yeah. and the TTC from what I know is um okay to get around i mean it's not it's okay. new york or london england i feel like sometimes you should use public transit in a city because it you're not just there to see things like it kind of makes it introduces you... you to the culture you see a little bit uh more in-depthly into the actual sorry not more in-depthly that doesn't make sense you um what should i say well remember when we were in japan and we used the yeah. ccc like i felt like i understand japan more yeah. and their culture from riding their TTC as if we just... You find out more about 
the culture of the city or the destination that you're traveling in when you're taking their public transportation. Yeah, you're more a part of it as opposed to just observing it. I completely agree. In it, which is nice. So that concludes our travel guide to Toronto. Lauren, thanks so much for speaking with me today and providing our travelers with some great insider tips on traveling to Toronto. Make sure you head over and subscribe to her podcast at The Author Podcast. A summary of these travel tips will be in a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Good night.